Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Tuesday, October the 11th. It is North American opening night in the National Hockey League, and we have a doubleheader. ESPN in the States, Coast to Coast, Lightning Rangers, Golden Knights Kings. We are ready for a brand new season. Uh, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and we've got Vito Renus Vitalins over from Latvia. He was with us a bunch last year. He'll be with us on the weekends this year uh, once again as well, Saturday and Sunday shows. And he has to be on opening night, and who am I? To not allow that to happen. Great to have Vito here uh, on a uh, opening night. Uh, we're just excited that hockey is back. Uh, a few things about the show uh, just before we get into uh, the uh, games tonight and this opening night card. Uh, if you missed it, we did two season preview shows last week. Uh, I did one pre-recorded with someone who will be joining us again later in the season as a guest, Mike Crocock, who is currently playing hockey over in England. Uh, he joined me for one show. And of course, Alex and I, we did our main live uh, season preview show last Thursday. Both of those shows are available on our Ice Guys YouTube channel. Uh, the National Hockey Now YouTube channel will also uh, have every Ice Guys episode posted there after the show. And, and our podcast page, if you missed it, it's on my Twitter, at Bobano. The Ice Guys Twitter has uh, tweeted it out as well. We have our brand new podcast page link now set up. Uh, Theicegeguys.transistor.fm. So make sure you check that out. That is where you'll be able to download and listen to every episode uh, of the Ice Guys. And as always, you can find it, the podcast, each and every day on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I think Amazon now uh, has a podcast platform, so it's there as well. So uh, you can always check out the Ice Guys show each and every day there before we get into the games let's see how everybody's feeling and i can't imagine we're feeling anything but great here as the season's about to begin alex i'm sure you agree yeah just wonderful i mean it's 80 degrees outside which doesn't necessarily tell you it's hockey season here in uh, st paul but i'm just excited you know like i said it was a long two three seasons with everything running over the pandemic and different things and just now everything's back to the normal spot you know second week of october games are starting going all the way into, of course, the season ending in April and getting the playoffs done by June. It's just nice. It's just nice to finally be and have this fresh and, and just refreshed feel overall. And I think, you know, with this season coming in, we saw a new champion. You know, I think, you know, there's a lot of questions to that need to be answered this season and a lot of teams going a lot of different places. So that makes it fun. It's not just though the same old 16 teams are going to make the playoffs, the same old four teams are going to be uh, there toward the end. We're definitely going to have, I think, a, a lot of surprises, and uh, it's going to make it fun for us and hopefully profitable for all of us as well. No question uh, about it. And if you are somehow new to the show, I know m many of the faces and the names that I'm seeing in our YouTube chat as we're doing this show today are very familiar names that have been with us for years, watching the show, listening to the show uh, here each and every day. What makes us unique because now we're in the day and age, you know, October 2022, there's a million sports betting shows, a million sports betting uh, content pieces uh, and shows for each sport. And NHL is no exception. You look at five years ago when we were just starting the Ice Guys, six years ago, actually, compared to now, it was us and not a whole lot of other people uh, talking uh, NHL hockey from a betting perspective every day. Now every Tom, Dick, and Harry, uh, everybody and his brother uh, essentially is a hockey betting expert and wants to do a show on YouTube talking about it. Uh, and things have changed that way. So you'll see a million different NHL shows and NHL betting shows. That's just the world we live in now with legalization of sports betting, really both sides of the border, Canada, specifically in Ontario, uh, and the United States exploding, uh, that you're going to see tons of options for NHL betting. But I will tell you right now, we are still, still the only one that will be with you seven days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I feel like doing the happy days, Monday, Tuesday, happy days, Wednesday, Thursday, happy <laughs> days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, happy days with the ice guys. There you go. You can tell I'm uh, excited today because we're getting the singing voices uh, revved up already. But yeah, we're here every day. Uh, the times will not change. We'll be here Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. And we will be here to break down every single game on the NHL board, regular season and playoffs. And we're definitely looking forward to it. We're going to be rotating guests. Vito's with us today. 
DJ Mitchell will join us tomorrow. Uh, we just added him as a guest the last hour. Uh, he was with us a bunch. Great, great uh, in terms of player props and the fantasy side of things. Uh, DJ's phenomenal. So you know you're going to get a good insight from him tomorrow. We're going to have our old friend. Ray Bryce back on Thursday. Uh, looking forward to that. And Saturday, we're going to have Kyle Bond joining us, as he did during the playoffs last year uh, on the Saturday show. So uh, we're uh, getting the guests uh, lined up. We're going to have uh, rotating guests throughout the season. Uh, we're going to have – we have no show, by the way, on Sunday, believe it or not, because I only saw this today, noticed this today. No games on Sunday. Can you believe it? No NHL games on Sunday this weekend. So there will be no Ice Guys show Sunday. We'll be off. Uh, that date, so Saturday, and then we'll be back on Monday uh, with the uh, show. And we will have our first live betcast of the season on Tuesday, October 25th. So that's going to be two weeks from tonight, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We'll do one live betcast per month uh, for the first four months. We'll do one in October on a Tuesday, which is the 25th. We'll do one in November, one in December, and one in January. And then after the Super Bowl, you know, things will start to quiet down a little bit. In February, we'll try to get into that weekly routine uh, of doing a live bet cast here for the Ice Guys, and those are always a lot of fun. Vito, my friend, we haven't seen you much over the summer, uh, but how excited are you for a new NHL season? Always excited, you know. Get a haircut, as I said, you know. So for me, it's like a season. I used to play, so it's a like, new season. Now it starts. It's where, well, I have this adrenaline pumping, you know, so it's fine, I guess. <laughs> Very good. And yeah. It's all as always, it's my pleasure to be here. Obviously, I'm happy to see all these viewers here. You know, it's the first show, it's an amazing thing. You know, it's a big thing, I think it's a pretty big show. You know, so it, it's nice to be here. I mean, and uh, regarding the games, actually, it's gonna be a crazy week, right? So, we have on Saturday, we have 14 games, you know, so it's gonna be a lot, a lot to do on Saturday. <laughs> that will be that will be a packed the show and that might be a long longer show uh, on saturday but that's okay we get sunday to uh, rest up a little bit uh with no games that day all right let's get down to business we've got the first game uh, of the espn doubleheader really the first game of the uh, north american season if you will here the tampa bay lightning taking on the new york rangers uh, eastern conference final rematch from last year the new york rangers minus 120 home favorites here at msg Five and a half being the total pretty much right now across the board, uh, shaded to the under uh, in this game. Let's start with the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, the three-time defending Eastern Conference champions. Uh, of course, three years in a row in the Stanley Cup final, winning the title in back-to-back -back seasons before losing in the Stanley Cup final to the Colorado Avalanche last year. When you look at the uh, Lightning going into this new season, you still have your cornerstone foundation players. You know, the guys that you've seen here for years, Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, Alex Kalorn, you know, the familiar faces that have been here for quite some time, Victor Hedman uh, on the back end. But you've also got, you know, a little bit of roster and uh, personnel turnover, maybe more so than you become accustomed to with the Lightning this year, uh, where you bring in some new faces. Well, last year you brought in at the trade deadline Brandon Hagel and you brought in Nick Paul. And Nick Paul, in particular, uh, just had a terrific playoff for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Played outstanding uh, in uh, that uh, game uh, for the or the, in the playoffs for the uh, Lightning. Nick Paul was terrific. Took his offensive game to another level. Great away from the puck as well. There's a reason John Cooper employed Nick Paul on the penalty kill uh, all the time. He was just a terrific two-way player. Good active stick. Good awareness of where the puck's going to be and where to be in good defensive position. Uh, on the ice at all times. So Nick Paul's game was really uh, fun to watch. You know, down in the bottom six this year, you know, Pat Maroon's back. Uh, you've got Pierre-Edouard Belmar, Corey Perry still with this team, although he's really going to have to – and he's the kind of guy I'm sure he's going to accept this role. I mean, 10 years ago, he's probably thinking, I'll, I'll never play on a fourth line in my life. Well, now you are, my friend. Uh, looks like Corey Perry uh, going to be uh, starting the season on the fourth line for the Lightning. Uh, Ross Colton is someone that – you know, from a player prop standpoint, I was able to cash in some nice plus, you know, plus 450, you know, some games with Ross Colton to score uh, a goal last year. He'll play on the third line with Vladislav uh, Nemesnikov. And it looks like uh, Cole Kepke uh, has made the team. 24 years old, uh, played last year in Syracuse with the American Hockey League affiliate of the Lightning. 39 points, uh, 20 goals, 19 assists in 69 games 
with Syracuse in the AHL last year. So they're hoping he can give them a little bit uh, of some offensive punch from that third line, which I think this year is going to be, it's not going to be that Tampa team on paper. That's going to have four lines of offense locked and loaded. You know, it's going to have to be more asked of the big guns, Kucherov, Stamkos, et cetera. And, and you're going to need, you know, Nemesnikov, Colton, uh, can Perry still get you, you know, 15 to 20 goals at least? Can you get that bottom six forward group stepping up offensively to chip in as well? The blue line led by Hedman, of course. Cal Foot's back. You know, should be getting better with more experience. He's still just a very young defenseman. Mikhail Sergachev, Eric Chernak, mainstays from last year's team. But some new faces on the back end. You know, Zach Bogosian's on IR. So you're going to see Hayden Fleury, who has played Carolina, Seattle, and now here he is in Tampa. Uh, and Philippe Myers, previously with the uh, Philadelphia Flyers, rounding out this blue line. So I'm a little bit worried about the five, six spots. And of course, we know the big story with Tampa Bay that's uh, become big news the last couple of days, the Ian Cole uh, situation, uh, which is obviously very upsetting, uh, distressing, and uh, very unnerving to hear that, uh, that he's involved in sexual assault grooming allegations. He's actually having a meeting tomorrow with the National Hockey League to address this issue. And obviously the Tampa Bay Lightning made the move, the only move they could have made, and that's putting a team-mandated suspension in. Uh, so he will be out indefinitely until this whole situation gets resolved in, in some fashion. So he won't play tonight for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. So there's definitely going to be a lot of new faces. The New York Rangers, on the other hand, you know, it's going to be Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, Artemi Panarin, a lot of familiar faces. Uh, Alexi Lafreniere and Capo Caco are two guys that are going to be critical to the New York Rangers duplicating the success of last year, particularly offensively. You know, they bring in Vincent Trocek to replace Andrew Kopp in that number two center spot, which I think is a great move by Chris Drury because you knew you were not going to re-sign Kopp. You had to fill that spot, and he did it with Vincent Trocek. Capo Caco is someone to watch out for, I think, going into this game, going into this season. Gerard Gallant, had nothing but great things to say about Kako's work ethic, his ability to compete for pucks, to get to the tougher areas of the ice to score goals, and he was rewarded for it. Had a great, great preseason uh, offensively for the New York Rangers, and now he's being rewarded. There was a vacant spot available, top-line right-wing spot for the Rangers in preseason. Kako was in the running to get that spot, and he played so well in the preseason, he's won that spot. So he is going to line up tonight top-line right-wing side uh, next to Z Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider. So talk about a great opportunity here for uh, Capo Caco. Uh, and we'll get to this in props in just a second, but to, to score a goal and to get a point for this guy who was red-hot, sizzling in the preseason, who's going to get top-line minutes tonight. And how many times last year, if you're new to the show, uh, you know, uh, you may not have heard us say this, but if you've been watching us for years, you definitely have heard me say this. Some of the favorite player prop situations I love are the players going up the lineup. You know, they're getting a promotion. They're going from the second line to the top line or the third line to the second line. They're going to get more minutes. They're going to play with better line mates, better forwards, yep. and they're going to have a better opportunity to chip in offensively. So if you shop around here, I'm just looking at the uh, player prop numbers for uh, Capo Caco tonight because I think it's his props are probably my favorite props of the entire night with both games you can get him to score a goal as high as plus 400 in some spots uh, in this believe it or not plus 350 to plus 400 to score a goal for a player that's going to play on the top line was the bandage ad and Kreider tonight and just to get a point we're looking at plus 125 in some spots phenomenal price both of them goal and point for uh, Capo Caco tonight uh, in this game as far as the side goes I have a small bet on the Rangers here at minus 120 uh, and for me, you know, I like this team to be very good again. I know there's some underlying advanced numbers that say they relied on the goaltending a lot of Shesterkin last year. They can't give up those same high danger chances. I think there's some truth to that. But when you have an elite goalie, you can clean up a lot of mistakes. It's not my favorite play, and I don't love the price. I mean, we're talking minus 120, and it's still, you know, a team with great pedigree uh, at Tampa Bay. But uh, I am on the Rangers here, minus 120 uh, in this game. Uh, lean to the under as well. And the Kako props. Got to bet him. Got to bet him, in my opinion, with how good he looked in the preseason and getting that top-line opportunity. Uh, Alex, what do you think here, Lightning Rangers? This is going to be a fun one, and I love how the NHL, as far as scheduling, well, some things they do from a scheduling perspective, like putting the actual opener on a, 
Friday workday or college football Saturday doesn't make sense. But when they do these matchups, uh, you know, Tampa Bay and New York, this is a great playoff series. We saw last year this is a hard-fought battle with Tampa winning the East once again now for the third straight year. New York, don't think they're, you know, going to overlook that by any means. It's going to be, you know, the same feel that we saw the last time these two teams played uh, and, and even more so because it's a fresh start. You know, think about how beat up these two teams were when they were playing in that playoff series. Now you've got, for the most part, everybody, who, at least everyone who's playing is healthy. I should say there's a ton of injury uh, concerns and issues, of course, with the Lightning, the reason why they don't look nearly as good in, in the, the spotty, uh, you know, play they had in the preseason. And I talk about it all the time. For those who are new to the show, I, I mentioned about some of these teams that make these deep playoff runs year after year after year. You see them kind of fall apart. It's part of what we saw with the New York Islanders last year, in my opinion. I think we're going to see that a bit more from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, they're not going to crater and, and miss the playoffs. They would have to take a, a lot of misfortune for that to happen. But I do think they're going to have a slow start uh, to the next couple of months to start the season. And this is going to be one of those games where they're not going to play their usual style of shutting things down. They're going to try and get those new lines worked out. I think we're going to see a lot of offense here. And everybody's thinking, okay, five and a half because you got Shesterkin and Vasilevsky. Yes, arguably two of the best goaltenders in the world. Yes, they both were playing lights out against one another in the playoffs. But this is the beginning of the regular season. We tend to see a lot of overs. There's a reason you're not seeing that many five and a halves for the first three days line. This is one of them. I'm shocked it hasn't moved up higher than six. We're getting a great plus price with five and a half. So I'm going over the total. All right, there we go. Alex liking the uh, over here, five and a half. Uh, in this one. And again, five and a halfs are probably going to be uh, the uh, exception rather than the rule this year with a lot of totals. So you get an opportunity maybe to look over uh, a total of that number. Uh, certainly, uh, it's not always the worst thing in the world to look at that. Great quote, quote by the way, from uh, Gerard Gallant talking about the preseason that uh, Capo Cacos had. I mean, it was, it's just uh, I was looking for it. He, he had a great goal tonight. That was the last preseason game he had. He probably should have had a couple more goals tonight. He's been real good at training camp. It's real good for that kid. Uh, and the reason he said he's it's real good for that kid, it's because that kid hasn't always put in the work to get better, get more consistent. And finally, that you know that extra push, pushing himself harder to, to live up to that billing. Hey, this is a first-round pick. This is a guy that was expected to be a bona fide goal scorer and a big-time goal scorer here in the National Hockey League, and it just hasn't consistently surfaced yet for him. But this preseason, it's preseason now, I, I get it. you got to take it with a grain of salt, but it is still a good sign that maybe this is going to be that year, finally, for uh, Capo Caco to have that bust-out breakout season for the uh, New York Rangers. And keep an eye on Lafreniere as well. His preseason wasn't bad. Although it looked like the uh, Vincent Trocek addition to the team might take some time. Uh, to get things going because he's going to play with Panarin uh, on that second line. And then uh, Vitaly Kratsov, who they have some high hopes for. There's another player, if you're, if you're interested, you know, take a little small stab at his props tonight. He's playing on the second line, uh, and he's going to be, you know, plus 400, plus 440 to score a goal, plus 125 to get a point. You know, not a bad option either. But apparently the chemistry and the rhythm and just the synchronicity, if you will, uh, with Trocheck and Panarin, it ain't there yet, uh, according to Gerard Gallant. A little disjointed when those two played uh, together on the second line throughout the preseason. So that kind of chemistry with those two, now that they're going to be on the same line there, that might take some time. Vito, uh, what are you liking here? Tampa Bay, New York. Well, yeah, I think the question here is, you know, for Tampa, I mean, uh, what kind of a Tampa team you will get tonight? Because... Uh, for them to win or lose this game, I don't think <clears throat> it matters. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't think it matters that much for them, you know, as it matters actually for the Rangers. I mean, they lost the playoff series to them. They lost actually four games in a row in those playoff series from two to nothing leading. So, I mean, and the Tampa Bay team is the team which has made the finals three years in a row. That's just amazing, you know. So, and everyone is healthy here, but I don't think that they will be as dialed in as Rangers in this game, you know. I think just on the having them on the road, I mean, I think the first game also of the season, I think really helps the team, which is at home. I mean, in hockey, especially when teams, when this is like, at the, was, I mean, Rangers was a little bit favorites, you know. So having them at home, I think the Rangers is a better side here. Just uh, and looking from the lineups, I mean, for the 
Tampa Bay, I mean, the first line, of course, Stamkos, Point, Kucherov. Uh, I mean, if they are if they are ready today, then it's a problem. You know, it, I think it really depends how good uh, Kucherov will play because we all know he can take some days off. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's his style of the game. And yeah, well, regarding the lineup overall for uh, Tampa Bay, well, there's a Nick Paul, a big season for him, right? In the second line, I mean, as a second, I have to be a top two line center in the Tampa Bay Lightnings, which is a champion team. I mean, that's a big, big responsibility for him. So having a big game actually from him, he was good in those playoffs, having have great winger, wingers like Hoggle and Killorn, and the depth is very good. And Perry in the fourth line, like Ian mentioned already, which is that which tells you the team has depth. I mean, <laughs> that's the lineup is good. I mean, the Tampa can easily win the game if they come here 100% focused. But that, I just know Tampa. I mean, they're on the road. They will be on the road now. I think like for four games or something like that. So yeah, I think maybe this game they will not be so dialed in. The next game they have some Columbus, something like that. So I think there they can try to get some victories. And now yeah, I going to the Rangers. I mean. Okay, the, uh, yeah, we talked about lineups a lot. I mean, Kapo Kako, big year for him. Excited, to, I'm just excited to see these guys play. I think they can get better, you know. Kreider again proved us in the, uh, I mean, in the preseason that he will still shoot that puck and score goals. I mean, how many he scored in the preseason? I think plenty. As I watched Rangers, Kreider was scoring again. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Mika Zibanejad, which also is having a, in his prime, basically, right? So the guy is in his prime, I think, now. He ain't going to get any better. So this is the year for them. I mean, regarding this thing, uh, first line, two guys, then a Panarin, Trocek, Kraftsov. So, well, Kraftsov is a guy from, I have watched, of course, back in this KHL league. So he played for Tractor. And uh, I mean, he's kind of a type of Nylander player, you know. He ain't going to be the best defenseman, but uh, I mean, the best player in defense, let's say. But uh, having Panarin, he's kind of the same style, I would say. So, if they can find the chemistry, I mean, they're both from same country, so sometimes it helps, you know, so that's what Galant is trying to do here. And having an amazing center in the middle, a Strocek, this is loaded top six, I would say, if they do very good. So then we move on and we have Philip Heatill, which had an amazing playoff series. So that's your third line center. And Lafreniere, I mean, a high draft pick. So, and Goudreau, well... There may be not a third-line player, Lafreniere, I mean, but the competition is there. So, Goodrow is good grinder. So, maybe Lafreniere will fit in there. So, yeah, I think over, overall a great, also, especially the top six and top nine for Rangers is very good. And the de defensemen, I mean, top four is very loaded. I mean, you have Adam Fox, Jacob Truba, and then you have Keandre Miller, which is also amazing deep defenseman, I would say, and Ryan Lindgren, which is also good, so top four deep. Is very good. The defense is also very good for Rangers. So, yeah, some people have placed some high hopes on Rangers. And I know it was like 2,200, right, to one so to win for them to win the Stanley Cup. So I know people perhaps have taken that value as well. So, yeah, Rangers, I think this game just – we will get, I think, fully dialed in Rangers. I mean, they have Kraftsoll, the guy that, that will try. You know that. The guy will try. He's new to any jail, so he has Panarin. So, and they're playing at home, you know, Madison Square Garden home game, first of the year. And then they go on the road after this game, you know. And I mean, I think they're winning Tampa tonight. And then in the road, they play Wild and Jets. And we're going to see how it goes. It's a back to back actually there. So they're going to play also a backup. So Halak is going to get a chance to play, perhaps. So that's when the things maybe will turn around. But I think today, Rangers is the team which should take the victory here. So and having it at minus one. 20 well like perhaps yeah so a minus 120 is also not a bad price and i will go with money line on rangers here even if we go to ot we still have shishchorkin well vasilevsky there but like well vasilevsky also you know he can somehow some last season he showed that not every game he's like playing like, like he did before i mean so i can expect that vasilevsky also might let in some goals i, I think igor will di be dialed in well let's see how it's gonna go i will go with rangers <laughs> All right, liking the Rangers uh, as uh, well. Uh, here's one that's also, if you could consider, look, I've, I've, I've all have a bet on the Rangers uh, tonight, um, and I like, obviously, Kako. Lafreniere wouldn't talk you out of that. Philip Heedle goes without saying, you know, worth a shot, too, as well. Those are the main three. I mean, you could you could take Zabanajad and Kreider, of course, but you're never going to get the the price with their player props that you'll get for Heedle that you'll get for Kako now that he's moved up to the top line, which I think is one of the best value props of the night, and especially with the preseason he had. 
Uh, but uh, someone to keep in mind here for Tampa Bay that might be worth a look player prop wise because we uh, we love Shesterkin, but you know he, he doesn't mean he's going to shut out Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay still might get on the board here, score a couple of goals. We know they're still offensively very capable. Vladdy Nemesnikov was going to center the third line with Colton and Kepke tonight for the Lightning. Preseason, he had five goals, one assist, six points, and four preseason games for the Lightning. Really good offensive preseason for him. So there's someone with maybe a little bit of prop value tonight uh, as a result. Uh, if you look at the uh, prop board here on uh, Vladdy, if you can find him, now some books won't have him, but if, if you can, uh, definitely keep an eye on that because for Nemesnikov, uh, he definitely had a very, very solid, uh, you know, when you get five goals uh, like he did, uh, five goals, one assist, six points, and just four uh, preseason games, that's pretty good. You know, that's pretty impressive stuff from him. So Nemesnikov here tonight, you can get him plus 450 goal score prop tonight uh, in this game. So that's another sprinkle I would consider, absolutely, with the uh, kind of preseason he had. Again, Lightning are one of those teams, they often get scoring from the third line. You know, there's a lot of games we saw last year. Tampa Bay doesn't always get Stamkos, Kucherov, and company being the catalysts every single night, every single game, especially when you're up against not only a good defensive team, but a great goaltender. Sometimes they take away the top line. You might see that tonight, and that's where Vlad Nemesnikov, with the confidence of a five-goal performance uh, in the preseason in just four games, might be able to step up here. So plus 450 on Vladimir uh, Vladislav Nemesnikov, I should say, uh, might be able to find the back of the net here tonight for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning in this one. All right, let's go to the second game of the ESPN doubleheader. Vegas Golden Knights, Los Angeles Kings, uh, LA minus 120, uh, home favorites, six being the total uh, in this game. Uh, this is an interesting game. I mean, I'm, I was higher on LA this year coming into the season than Vegas. But am I excited about laying minus 120 with them? No, I'd lean L.A. Maybe be a small play for me. Uh, I'm not ready to, you know, anoint Vegas as bouncing back. But I did like the hire of Bruce Cassidy, you know, as I've said many times. And what you've got to really like from a Vegas perspective uh, coming into the season this year is, well, first of all, you know, you're a whole hell of a lot healthier. Uh, other than Leonard being out long term, it's going to be obviously be Logan Thompson. Uh, who's going to be your number one goalie uh, to begin the season? And look, Logan Thompson, I think long term, he's got some capability to be pretty pretty good. You know, he, he's still going to be someone that's going to have his excellent nights, and he's probably going to have some growing pains. He's going to have some rough nights as well, uh, but definitely, I think uh, he's a goalie that long term could be solid for the Vegas Golden Knights. It's just you preach patience. Patience, you know, you've you've got to take your time with him uh, and make sure uh, you don't uh, get frustrated if he's going to have a rough night here or there because that's uh, definitely something that is uh, going to happen uh, no question about that uh, as far as this game goes look I like what LA is doing in terms of addressing their offense a little bit uh, the Los Angeles Kings should be a better offensive team uh, this year uh, in my opinion with the addition of Kevin Fiala who is streaky we will say that uh, he can go on an eight goal uh, scoring uh, eight goal eight game scoring streak and then go eight games without scoring. You know, that's what you can sometimes get uh, with Kevin Fiala. But still, he bolsters the top six, makes them a little bit more potent. Uh, Fiala, Kopitar, Kempe, Trevor Moore, Philip Deneau, who found his offensive stride once again. Remember, we thought this guy couldn't put a puck in the ocean that final season in Montreal. What did he have, five goals in 53 games? Well, he goes from that to 27 goals in 79 games last year in his first year with the L.A. Kings. So that was a welcome sight. See Philip Deneau get some offensive uh, capability back in his game. Uh, Victor Arvidsson uh, as well on that top six uh, forward group. And I think what makes the Kings you know, very dangerous this year in terms of how improved they might be offensively, Alex Iafalo is capable. Quinton Byfield, to me, uh, I think he's had a hard time getting it going, but there's definitely the pedigree of a first-round pick there. And I think if you give him time, he's going to keep getting uh, better this season. Gabe Velarde had a great preseason for the LA Kings. Four goals, one assist, five points in four games. If you want a bargain bin player prop option for the Kings, Gabe Velarde to me is that, uh, even though he's going to play on the third line uh, in this game to start the season for LA. And how about Arthur Kaliev, another guy that had a good preseason, someone that started to score goals and find the back of the net last year for the Kings. Those are two King player props tonight that I'm going to sprinkle on for sure. Uh, Arthur Kaliev, Gabe Velarde, 
here for the LA Kings. Way down the board, bargain bin special, and you know I love those when it comes to player props, but I think definitely both of them uh, worth a look here tonight. With Bellardi, you know, he's somewhere in the range of uh, plus uh, 400 score a goal uh, and plus 125 to get a point. Uh, and when you look at Kaliev tonight for the uh, LA uh, Kings, plus 460 some spots uh, to score a goal tonight uh, in this game. So, and plus 125 to get a point. So, uh, I think both of those definitely going to be worth a look here because they both had good preseasons. We saw, especially Kaliev, really start to produce offensively late in last season for the Kings. So, I think I like those props here. For Vegas, look, Jack Eichel, early returns here, guys, in preseasons. Jack Eichel looked very good. Uh, no question. He looked like he was more comfortable. A full training camp with his new team, a chance to get familiar and comfortable in your surroundings and with your teammates. I'm sure that definitely helped him. And the preseason was good for Eichel. You know, he only got into two games, but you talk about dominance in those two games. He was. And this is someone that was critical of Eichel, as I was late last year, where I thought, you know, when when the Vegas Golden Knights needed to make that push to make the playoffs, Eichel didn't give them, in my opinion, what I thought he was capable of giving them. It's simple as that. And I think I was correct in that assessment. It doesn't mean he can't be that superstar player, but at least in even though he only got into two preseason games, man, four goals, three assists, seven points, seven points in just two preseason games for Jack Eichel. So is he ready to go? Uh, he's definitely, Vegas is going to have their offense centered around him. No pun intended. Uh, you know, he's definitely going to be a guy uh, that is going to have to produce He's going to have to be good most nights, uh, and he's going to you know, have to be the one that carries them a little bit because as far as the other uh, forwards, you know, Marcia So, I think there's there's a lot of these forwards I think are going to decline with their offensive skill set a little bit. Marcia So could be one. Uh, Mark Stone, we already saw signs of it last year. It lost some of his offensive touch late in the season. Doesn't mean he can't get it back, but you know, you got Riley Smith, who was great. Can he keep going? I don't know what you're going to get from Phil Kessel. Uh, Jack Eichel is going to have to work some Wayne Gretzky-like magic to get Phil Kessel to look good uh, on a top line. Can you believe that, too? He's starting on the top line uh, here tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights, Phil Kessel. But we'll have to see. But uh, certainly the, if you base Jack Eichel's preseason performance on, on what he did in the preseason and, and you look at it, it's a great positive sign for the Golden Knights, no question. Can't do much better than four goals, three assists, seven points. Uh, in two preseason games. So the Eichel props, I'm definitely eyeing that. If, if Vegas is going to find the back of the net tonight, he'll have to be a part of it. You can still get him upwards plus 215, you know, to score a goal tonight. And uh, and even just to get one point, you got to lay a price, but minus 140 could lay worse than that. And Eichel just to get one point. So with the way he, he played in the preseason, if Vegas is going to find the back of the net, you'd think he's going to play a part in it, in it tonight uh, against this LA Kings team. So, I lean to the Kings. It'll be a small play. Uh, I think from a side and total perspective, the bet that I like the most tonight uh, of these two games is over the total in this game, uh, over six minus 120. And the reason I like this is because I, I said in the preview show with Alex last week, I think LA is going to have better offense this year, be involved in a little bit more higher scoring games. And from a goaltending standpoint, look, 3-0-1, by the way, to the over in the four meetings last year, Kings and Golden Knights as well. They played an opener last year. It was 6-2. to two. First game of the year these teams played, it went over the total. Logan Thompson's going to be, I think, long-term pretty good. But, you know, Kings have seen him a lot now. And we and we saw them him the, the Kings have success against him last year. And as much as I like Quick and Peterson, who could have good seasons again, is Quick going to be that good again? It was like really the first great year, the first fully healthy year he's had in a long time. Can he do that again? And Cal Peterson didn't have you know, a spectacular year. It was kind of a down year for him. So there's still some question marks uh, with the uh, consistency and net with both teams. So I like over the total here uh, in this game, uh, over six. And, you know, it was even money. It's shifted toward a over six around minus 115, minus 120. So the over has definitely taken money because the juice has shifted. Uh, and now we're shaded to the over uh, with that total of six tonight between Vegas and L.A. Uh, Alex, what do you like in here? Golden Knights win. Yeah, this is going to be a, a fun one to watch. And, and, you know, I agree with you with L.A. I think their offense is going to pick up more this year. But there's some question marks with, like I said, uh, Quick and Peterson. Peterson didn't have a good last year. Quick, from reports, didn't have that great of a, of a training camp. So 
we, that might be the Achilles heel for, for L.A. You know, quick really standing on his head late in the second half of last season is what got them into the playoffs as a, a firm playoff team and gave them a shot to even almost uh, pull off the upset in that first round. But they've got to be on point. And same thing with Vegas, of course, the goaltending is the big question mark. Logan Thompson, like I said, I think he's going to be great long term, but he could have his struggles early. And I think with both teams kind of jazzed up for this one, it's a division game. Uh, they tried to build this into a, a bit of a rivalry. It's not – not really at that level just yet, but still a division game, so the points matter. Uh, I like this game to go to OT. I'm looking at plus 330 here. I could definitely see this being a 3-3 game going into overtime, so that would uh, obviously lean toward the over. Uh, so that, that's what I'm playing in here, but plus 330 for this game to go past 60 minutes. really has been an over-series history. I knew it was, and I wanted to go back and look and specifically get it right how many uh, overs we've had. Uh, we have had. Uh, seven uh, seven straight overs head to head with the Vegas Golden Knights and the LA Kings. Four two, four two, six two, six two, six three, four three, five one. None of those games fewer than six goals. So uh, very, very strong series history between two. You know, we never, I never really pegged the LA Kings as a over team the last few seasons, and yet they're still flying over the total when they play the Vegas Golden Knights head to head. Pretty interesting dichotomy there. Uh, Vito, what do you think here, Vegas, L.A.? Well, yeah, I guess let's start with Vegas. Well, first of, all, first of all, about the Kessel thing. Everybody is so hard on Kessel, I mean. But uh, let's not forget from what team he comes. He comes from the worst team in the league. When he was in Pittsburgh, he was decent there on that. Oh, he ought to be fired up, yeah. No yeah, doubt. so he, he, <clears throat> he looked pretty good with the a- a- Eichel. I mean, in the preseason as well, you know, all he does is just pass the puck to Eichel in the right time. Like there was a few moments, he just gives the puck away to him in the right moment and he doesn't want to score. He's just there. And I think Eichel needs that kind of a player on his wing, you know, so he can feel free. He can shoot the puck and he knows Kessel don't, I don't care. I think about that. He's just there to pass him and Kessel can give a pass. You know, he, he, he has hands, you know, that's all he has and shot. He's not so fast, but yeah. And, so but he can pass, so that's good, I think. So let's see how it's going to go. I mean, against some weaker teams, I think it's going to be good. You know, I don't know how it's going to work about some, uh, against some top teams. And then Riley Smith on the wing, which is also good. And the second line, well, DeBoer is the coach, right? Peter DeBoer? No, no he's from Dallas sorry, now. Bruce no, yeah, sorry. Bruce Cassidy, right. So what? Uh, <laughs> I just mixed up. Yeah, there's always a lot of coaching <laughs> shuffles in the offseason. Yeah, 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 yeah. always easy to keep up with it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Bruce Cassidy. So what he's trying to do looks like to me, he's trying to put like first line. He has three good, two good players, Smith and Eichel, and he has Kessel. Then he has Stevenson, Stone, and Brett Howden. I don't know how good is Brett Howden. I just not opened him. He was good in flashes last year. He was. He chipped in there for a time when yeah. nobody else was really consistently stepping up in terms of the big guns. But is he someone you're going to count on every night? No. Second line, and I checked, like, okay, last season he has 20 points, nine goals, which is yeah. uh, one of his best seasons. Well, then he played the well, previous that with Rangers, he was a bad season, but he, yeah, he looks like a 20 point guy, so I don't think he could be in a t- team like in the second line, he should be a third liner, I guess. I don't know. So, whatever, but what he, what's Cassidy's trying to do, so he has the third line where is Marshall so, and Carlson. Well, we're gonna see how they're gonna progress, progress or regress, but overall. From history, Marshall Shaw can be a great player. I mean, he can put the puck in the net from what I have seen. And William Carlson, Carlson, I also think is kind of underrated. I mean, he had one great season that happens to a lot of players. I mean, only one great season, kind of lucky, and then they regress. But I still think he can also score. I mean, when I see him on the ice, he can score. I mean, he has great snapshots. So I think Jonathan and William Carlson on the third line, plus they have Mike Amadeo, right? which is also like a depth guy. So two good players on each line. Let's see how it's going to go for Vegas. I mean, in the defense, they have a big, big four, which is Petriangelo, Theodore, McNabb, and Martinez. They are, they all are healthy. Let's not forget. They didn't have this core healthy for the whole season, uh, last season, I mean, for the whole year. So now they get all these four guys in. They're all healthy. So let's not forget. They can play good hockey. We have White Cloud uh, and Ben Hutton. So, which also, White Cloud is pretty decent, I guess. And he didn't look too bad. I, I don't know, but yeah, they have good depth okay. on the blue line. Yep. Yeah. And then we have Logan Tom. Well, okay. And then we have problem. 
in the goalies. I mean, of course, you're going to see. Well, some people, I have seen some predictions. I watched, they say that Logan Thompson could be like in top 10 Vezin or something like that this year, you know, to have a breakout year. I don't know. <laughs> I still need to be, still, he needs, still needs to show to, for me to make sure. But yeah, well, pretty good defense and offense. Well, we're going to see. Well, it's a decent lineup. Kings. Obviously, Kevin first line again, good. Kevin Fiala, Copeter, Kempe, nothing to say there. Trevor Moore, yeah, actually check the guys, his stats. I mean, 48 points last year. That's already yes. a decent stat. I mean, 17 goals, 31 assists. Not, and you can count on the guy. Let's see how it's going to be this season. You know, this is his second season after the first, like, very good season. So let's see how he's going to do. He's pretty fast. I like him. So could handle the puck and Philip Donald. Has already showed, I think, two years. He's a decent player. He just played on Habs. And Ar- Arvidsson, he was, I think, injured yesterday. Now they have them, him in the lineup. So let's see how he's going to feel. Like, but he's a great player like him. And the third line, well, Villardi, I follow by field. This is already where I think, I know, I think Marshall and Carlson is better than these, for example, three guys. But that's just because they're mixed like that. But we're going to see how it's going to show on the ice. I mean, it's hard to always to predict. In a decor, also, I think they're a little bit better. I mean, there's Drew Doughty for Kings. And then there's Anderson Dursey, which is good. Sean Dursey is definitely good. And Matt Roy, well, they can play good hockey, but I still think they need, like, maybe... I still, still don't think they're on the same level as the guys from uh, Vegas team in the defense court. And But the goalie, goalie is much better, obviously, quick. But he, he, he can have his bad games, but I don't think it's going to happen in opener, you know? That's the difference. I think we're going to get very good quick today. He's going to be rested. So it's hard to play this game. I have not, not placed anything in this uh, game yet, you know? So because it's hard to decide. And I mean, I don't, yeah, I think we can have a great game. I mean, he will be rested. So why not? He's played in the league forever. He shouldn't be too worried about in the game, you know? And I think he's he just going to be pumped. So it's hard to bet if quick will be very good. So let's see how it's going to go. I would agree with Alex. I think the game can really end in the draw and that the most possible which which is going to happen i can see this ending in draw there you go it's the alex special <laughs> draw as i always like to say that's one of the if you're new to the show you'll get used to alex b smith and his draw bets very quickly get uh, get to know them <laughs> uh, you're going to see a bunch of them there uh yeah. this year and first period overs none on the card tonight but we'll eventually be getting some of those no doubt about that yeah. two specialties mm-hmm. uh from uh, alex b smith wheelhouse plays uh, as we like to say, right, uh, Alex. <laughs> yeah, no question about that. Uh, I'm a man, like I say, Arthur Kaliev, man. I, he might even be on the fourth line, not even the third yeah. line tonight. And you think, why are you betting this guy to score a goal and get a point? Well, he was good in the preseason. He didn't get a bunch of ice. He's not going to get tons of ice time tonight. He'll get probably 10, 11, 12 minutes if he's going to be, especially on a fourth line. Certainly, even if he's on a third line, he's not going to get much more than 13 or 14. I mean, we're talking about someone that in the preseason for the Kings. You know, he had three goals, seven points in six games in the preseason. He barely had 11, 12 minutes of ice time in any of these games. And there he is chipping in with three goals, seven points in just six preseason games. It's insane production for, for someone that's it's, it's incredibly good production for someone that's not getting the minutes that obviously your top six forwards get, you know, and that's why I think that. And look, if he looks good tonight, chips in offensively. It's going to force Todd McClellan to rethink things and say, you know what? Maybe we got to give Arthur Kaliev a, a, a spot up in the lineup, give him more ice time, give him more opportunities, because the kind of preseason he had was very good uh, for the Kings. And these are the kind of early season things I like to pounce on. And we'll obviously have a big card on Wednesday, tomorrow, a bigger card. We'll have a bigger card on Thursday as well. And we're really going to get into, and with player props for me, Many of the bets are going to be these guys that are just, you know, had great preseasons, young players that are probably just getting their first real significant look from the NHL uh, with their respective team. And these are great prop situations to capitalize on uh, in many years. And I'm hoping that's the same here. These uh, players that have been very good in the preseason, they're going to get more opportunity. And often those are player prop situations you can definitely uh, keep an eye on for sure all right that is uh we're going to wrap up the show in about five minutes or so but uh again with just two games we figured we'd uh, talk about them in depth and also i know a couple questions Uh, there's a good one in the chat here from vito garcia 
uh, in Texas, uh, someone that's been in our chat many times over the years watching the show. We appreciate you. And by the way, hit the like button uh, if you're watching us on YouTube. We appreciate it. Uh, Hockey Reference, Puckpedia, Yahoo Fantasy, Rotowire, any other sites you recommend to keep up with lineups and player stats uh, for prop uh, betting. Uh, those are all good ones. Uh, you know, Rotowire, especially one of my go-tos and you get game logs, uh, you get all kinds of stuff uh, in terms of team statistics that I use throughout the season, especially because I do want to know what the advanced numbers are, even though I don't base all my decisions off them. Natural stat trick yeah. is an absolutely outstanding website to use. Uh, definitely get familiar with that money puck. If you like some of those simulations that they have with, you know, Oh, this team had the expected goal share, high danger chances, that team should have won the game X percentage of the time. That's always good to know. Again, it's not Bible. It's not something you base your entire handicap and betting decisions off, but it's a piece of the puzzle, and it's good to know that, that kind of information uh, and analysis. So uh, definitely natural stat trick, money puck. You mentioned Roto-Wire. Even NHL.com, CBC.ca, Sportsnet.ca, some of the websites of the networks that cover the NHL, they've really improved their stat you know, part of their website to track player and team stats. So uh, check all of those out. And if you do, and you keep on top of that, it's definitely great resources, especially for player props. Yeah. A couple more I would add to goaliepost.com is uh, where I go for, to try to get my confirmations for goaltenders that works in conjunction with basically like Twitter beat writers. So as soon as they could, you know, confirm it on Twitter, it goes right to goalie post. So that's a one-stop shop for that. Uh, and I meant, yeah, hockey reference was mentioned on there as well. And there was one more too. Um, daily face off is good. Daily face off's good. Frank Saravalli runs that site and yeah. he's a good guy. He, he's very good in terms of, you know, NHL insider and reporting and all that, but he started that site and it's great for, and the line combinations, the one thing yeah. with Roto wire is I've seen them fuck up a few times. I've seen them get things <laughs> a little incorrect. So daily face off, I find is not, made as many with the line combination deep pair mistakes that maybe Rotowire does. So and same thing that's what I was gonna say capfriendly.com is what I use yeah. for my line combinations because they they always seem to be on 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 point. And even with you know injuries they're quick to 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 note someone's injured who would be replacing them. So that's definitely one I would bookmark as well. You know, and, yeah, we'll, well, and we'll I'm, post a we'll post a list of all of these as well on the Patreon page. You can follow patreoncom guys and we'll have that whole comprehensive list of uh, of links you should follow. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely you get 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 those resources and remember, make sure you use as many as you need or as many as you feel that help you out personally. And it's different for every individual, better uh, and handicap. Or some people they are only comfortable or only need a couple of sites uh, for information for their own particular handicapping techniques some will use eight or nine sites it's all dependent upon each individual and, and what suits you the best uh, but there's definitely a lot of good sites to use out there definitely to help you uh, with your uh, nhl uh, betting uh, no question uh, about that uh, thanks to everyone again for joining us this is our first daily show we'll be here seven days a week now the moving forward uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time, Monday to Friday and Saturday and Sunday noon Eastern. Looking forward to it. Uh, no question. And again, another thank you uh, to the National Hockey Now folks uh, for bringing us on board uh, and uh, getting us here in our new home uh, in partnership with National Hockey Now. Uh, our podcast page, as I mentioned, is set up. And I, I will be actually, the thing is, the difference here is I'm going to actually be doing the podcast uploading. Uh, for us here at the uh, Ice Guys. So it's very easy, though. It's very, very simple. It takes two seconds. So we'll get the podcast uploaded uh, as soon as possible. And that's the good news, actually. The one thing is uh, there was always that one-hour, two-hour wait for the podcast to be uploaded following the live show. Uh, it's going to be a lot more immediate now uh, moving forward here with uh, National Hockey Now. So for those of you that are uh, very, very interested in the podcast version of this show, uh, each and every day you will not have to wait as long. Uh, for it to be uh, uploaded, which is uh, good for everybody involved. All right. So as we always do, the one thing that will not change as well with this show uh, in terms of the format is best bets to wrap up the show. And that's what we're going to do right now. First best bet segment of the season for these two games tonight on this Tuesday. Alex, we'll start with you. Uh, what do you like for best bet? Yeah, we're going to go with that first game, uh, Tampa Bay and New York. We like that over the total of five and a half. I understand these are two of the best goaltenders in the world that are playing each other in Vasilevsky and Shesterkin, respectively. But, you know, what we saw in the playoffs, it won't be the same as far as the tightening down and, and, and 
the conservative passing and, and conservative shot selection. We're going to see things open up a bit more. This is going to be uh, a bit of a rough and tumble. I expect to see a lot of powerful chances for both teams. So over five and a half and even money, uh, I'd go all the way to minus a dollar ten on that. I'd like that over as my best bet tonight. There it is. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, New York Rangers, over five and a half. Best bet for Alex B. Smith. Vito, what do you got for best bet? Yeah, I'm going to go back to the same game. Alex talked about, and I like that over, actually. If you think like that, of course, the game will be more open up and over can hit easy. I mean, those goalies are still not gods, you know. They're still real humans, you know. So if you're going to give a chance to the opposite team, there is some great players you should capitalize. Well, I'm going to go with the same. I'm going to go with Rangers money line. I mean, I think that this game means for them at home, the open a game. I just, I mean, just I think they just need to go off, off from this game with a good feeling, you know, and hit the road. So, yeah, give me Rangers on the money line here. There it is. New York Rangers. Whoa. <laughs> see if we hear that a lot tonight. New York Rangers minus 120 at Madison Square Garden against the Tampa Bay Lightning for Vito with his best bet. My best bet's going to be um, Vegas, uh, L.A. over six, uh, minus a 120, minus, minus 115, minus 120. Is pretty much what you can get right now with that. I think look six plus goals, seven straight head to head meetings. Haven't had a game in the last seven between the Golden Knights and the Kings with fewer than six goals. I think we push worst case scenario with a very good chance we see this go over. Jack Eichel, if he plays tonight like he has in the preseason, it's going to take the Golden Knights offensively to a new level. You've still got Smith, Marsha, so uh, and company to worry about as well. And then on and Stone, if he can get that offensive game back. And for L.A., adding Kevin Fiala to a top six that had Trevor Moore at a breakout year. I forgot to mention more props might be worth a look here tonight for L.A. as well. But more with Kempe, who had a terrific year. Uh, look out for Kaliev. Look out for Velarde from the third and the fourth line to chip in uh, offensively. Victor Arvidsson, a good offensive player, is healthy to begin the year. Uh, Andre Kopitar, still a, a center a top-line center that has still got plenty of gas left in the tank and still play at a high level. And Phil Deneau got his offense back last year, so plenty of weapons for the uh, LA Kings, an improved offensive team, and I think it shows tonight. Let's go with over 6, minus 115, Vegas and LA. Uh, that is going to be my best bet for this Tuesday night slate. And that'll wrap up this edition, this first daily edition uh, of the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now uh, for the new season. We thank everybody for joining us. Uh, hit the like button uh, on the way out, and it's here, ESPN Tonight. Enjoy the opening night doubleheader. We are looking forward to it for sure. For Alex B. Smith, for Vito, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Tuesday night. Enjoy the North American opening night uh, of the NHL season, and we will be back with you tomorrow on Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern time, for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. 